You said Y-E-S to buying an HDB flat together. Now, there's another three letters to take note of. I-L-Y? <laughs> I know, B-T-O. No, H-F-E. You need a valid HDB flat eligibility letter if you're applying for your BTO flat. It takes about a month to process your HFE application. So, if you haven't gotten an HFE letter, apply at homes.hdb.gov.sg. That's H-O-M-E-S I close my eyes and I start with my breath. Mm-hmm. So, I start focusing on my breath. And then after that, I go into a visualization of a sensation. Okay. So of a sensation that I want like a warmth, like I'm being hugged by, you know, it could be sunlight, it mm. could be like, you know, hot, you like now. warm spring water. Warm spring water. You know, water. like going from the top of your head down. And then you feel oh, like wow. every part, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like washing over your eyelids, your nose, your ears. And then, you know, you kind of try to visualize that. And of course, as you're visualizing, mm. oh, damn, I got this thing that I need to do, uh, yes. right? <laughs> And welcome to the Are You Okay podcast. Today we've got the incredible actress, director, entrepreneur. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's basically Superwoman. It's Joanne Pay. Hi. Hi. Oh, I didn't know I have so many slashes to my name. You are multi-hyphenate, my dear. Oh dear. You really are. Uh, thank you so much for being here today. And you look fabulous <laughs> like a supermodel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for being here. Um, so let's just dive right into it. You have two kids mm-hmm. I feel like on the outside looking in you have it together like you make it look so easy and I know that moms I mean motherhood number one is not easy and also the fact that in the process of bringing up kids because you spend all your time bringing up the children a lot of moms lose their identity mm-hmm. um, how do you balance that in your life I've been very focused with the kids since I think before they are at this age right now Yeah, uh, I've been very interested in like early childhood and all that. So I think I've been preparing myself very much for for that. And when I had kids, I realized that, oh my goodness, like it's a different thing altogether. Because as you mentioned just now, I I feel like the only thing that I I related best with what you said about all the multi-hyphenated things was that, yes, I'm a wife and I'm a mother. And and these are two things that I realized is so hard. (laughs) Like, like being an actress or like you talk about, I mean, being an entrepreneur is also not easy, but right, you, you can let go, right? Yes. I mean, if you want to at any yeah. time, like, you know, I just, I, I don't want to do this anymore. You can let go. But when you're a mother and a wife, you can just like <laughs> yeah. give up. You can't abandon, yeah, you can't abandon those that. responsibilities. That yeah. So I'm beginning to realize that it's not in isolation. Like I'm a mother and then... Mm. separate from like I'm a wife and then separate from like I'm a uh, like an actress yeah somehow it's just all together and some days I find that it's so much easier just looking after the children Mm. you know Uh, some days I really just want to like tear my hair out and I just like you know can I just have my me time so if you ask me I think there are a lot of challenges that, that also doesn't necessarily come with the fact that, oh, I'm a mother or, or not. I think everyone right. has challenges. Yeah. And until you reach that stage, you kind of don't really know what to expect. Right. And I'm learning as I go along. And with my children now growing up, there are a whole new set of problems that I never imagined. Mm. Uh, when I wanted to become a mother back then, I think I it only stopped at, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that, that baby. And I... Yeah. 
And I romanticize that idea, right? Of I think every mother or every woman does about motherhood, right? You romanticize that part of it. Yeah, which I just, you know, I romanticize that part of like cradling this little newborn yeah. and then like nursing, nursing him or her and yeah. just that that stage and it never occurred to me that hey <laughs> this baby is gonna grow up yeah. and then as they grow up and at every different stage there's gonna be a whole new set of problems that you have to always sort of keep keep up with yeah yeah that's really tough i mean i don't know how moms do it i, I feel like every single mom out there is a super mom and a, a super woman um how has this affected like your mental health i mean did you feel like when you were single <laughs> and you know ready to mingle as opposed to now like obviously there's so much more responsibilities how do you balance the things that are happening in your brain with motherhood uh, well at some point in time i did wonder like what do singles do on weekends now, right? Because <laughs> every weekend you're just like, okay, there's something for the kids, you're planning yeah. for the children, like, do we take them out? Do we not take them out? And then yeah. I'm like, everything is very like, you're, 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 it's driven by your children. Yep. I mean, you, we are so busy like trying to find activities for the children or just spending time with them. And I'm like, what, what do you do if you're single? Like, <laughs> like, do you remember when you think back now? Like, what did I used to do? <laughs> yeah, like, what single? did I used to do? Like on Saturday nights, or like, <laughs> or like Sundays for that for that matter. Yeah. Because Sunday now is always the kids. Right? I'm like, what did I used to do on Sundays? Right. What do you do on Sundays? You know, I'm on the couch as a as a woman with no children. That's what I that's what I do. And I'm like, I love my Sundays on the couch, <laughs> and nobody bugs me. The phone's not ringing. You know, it's great. I mean, that's what I do. You know, right? <laughs> but. Okay. As a mom, obviously, it's twenty four seven. I can't watch a Netflix show in full. Yeah, because first of all, like the stuff that we want to watch is like rated a certain way, yeah. and then you don't want a kids to see they get. I mean, they get scared by the sound and the music yeah. and the background and all yes. that. So you're not allowed, yeah, to watch like Netflix. And then, like, I find myself constantly having to engage with them. And there was a period of time where, honestly, I I think um, because of the move and all that, that I was just really quite worn out. Yeah. Uh, mentally from 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 them like we didn't have all our things in the proper place right because yeah. we moved out and we were waiting for the new house to be ready and then we were in a temporary place where I can't really organize because we were supposed to only stay there for a month mm. so you kind of just brought enough things to occupy them for yeah. a month yeah and they're sort of all over the place. So I was, and I get very affected when things are cluttered and when you, of course, when 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 visually, you you don't have like a organized and clean area. Like mm. everything's just all over the place. Like when I want to find something for them to do, I gotta like dig up the boxes and mm. and so I I find during that period of time uh, when we had to move out from the old place and when we moved into the new place, and then there was the whole I think phase two mm. where we had to stay home where we were worried about sending the children to school and. Yeah. And all of this all coming together, it was very mentally very challenging for me. And I was in this space where I just like, I felt like I, I, I didn't have anyone to share this with or to talk to about. And then there's this pressure, right, of keeping it all together and to be positive, you know. And if, if I'm like feeling so down about it, like my kids will be affected and my work will be affected. And, and I had no motivation to like even like communicate with people even mm. like you don't really want to talk you I don't know what to talk to people about yeah 
I mean, I feel like my life is like so messy, right? Like visually and physically in that space, so messy. There's nothing exciting to talk about. There's nothing positive to talk about. And then somehow I think I always figure a way out, mm-hmm. um, either through something I heard on radio or I've, I have I heard on podcast or I read from a book. Yeah, And it always gives me some sort of perspective and clarity. And through that, I, I think I was able to cope with it, you know, along yeah. the way. What is one thing you remember that maybe you you saw or read or heard that helped you out of this situation was do you remember anything that maybe you could share with with our viewers and our listeners so that you know they could maybe it could help them um one of the things earlier on i i thought through was the fact that this is the probably the only time that i have with the children before they go to school mm. and once they start school it's that's it. Like in a sense, that's it because they would have a longer timetable. They would not yeah. have so much time with you. And the fact that if I if I miss this period of time, that's it. You know, and I don't want to look back and regret mm. that I didn't. You know, I didn't do what I could have done at that point in time. So instead of thinking about what could have been, you know, and yeah. what I would like it to be, I'm more focused on what I have right now. Yeah. So with that, I could sort of learn to be more grateful about the fact that, okay, look, we have time together. Yes, this space is not ideal, yeah. but, you know, we can make it work. And I think that there's a certain fire in me that I kind of want to make things work as well. I want to figure it out. Yeah. And so after a while, it became a habit. So I said, you know, what is what is missing right now, right? So I'm feeling frazzled. I'm feeling disorganized. Okay, so how can I organize? Yeah. Like I, I try to uh, list down the problems and then I find a solution so sometimes things appear or feel a lot bigger than they actually are so when you kind of like list it down yeah it's like hey actually it's not that bad <laughs> it's, it's not that terrible yeah and actually i have a solution for this and i have a solution for this yeah but when you kind of like just have it all in your brain and you just think about it it gets bigger and bigger and bigger yeah in your brain yes yeah, so that's the funny thing about your mind, right? right I yeah. mean, your brain can just take on a life of its own yeah. and it can warp the reality of what really is actually happening. And when you take a step back and you're like, actually, I should just breathe, not think about it and attack this my, the list of things that I need to go for one by one. And actually, it's completely doable. Yes. And when you <laughs> list down like, what are the things that you're feeling? Like, let's say I'm feeling overwhelmed because this is very cluttered, things are this and that. You list down the problems. Yeah. And then see if there's a real solution to it. Because sometimes the solutions are there. It's just that because yeah. we are so overwhelmed by like yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, that you don't see the solution or you just think that this is so difficult, right? Yeah. And so that was also one of the things that I learned and I did. So if I'm feeling a bit lost, okay, how about I come up with like a daily schedule mm. for even for the children and can yeah. I get them to help me, right? Instead of taking everything upon myself yep. that... Can I get the children involved, right? So yeah. what do you think we can do? What do you, would you like to do in the morning? Let's have a schedule and then let's, you know, try to stick to it. And of course, we don't stick to it. Yeah, right? yeah, You yeah. stick to it for like two weeks maybe. You and try, then, you know, yeah. Yeah, but then I tell myself too that it's okay yeah. that we don't stick to it, yeah. but we had something to refer to. And then when the children are sort of ready to move on to something else, then let's go with that flow and yeah. then things are a little bit exciting for a while yeah and then when you go back to that point where you feel like okay okay i'm like feeling a little bit lost again and i and i need some sort of like organization in my life then yep. let's plan again yeah so that's kind of how i've been doing that and then the other thing also that i read recently and learned is about how you you know we, we think that 
uh, we want to have this ideal situation happen to us before we can do something, right? Mm. A lot of we postpone our happiness, la, basically, yeah, right? Yeah. We, like, I must make enough money before I get married, for example. Yes. Like, yeah. What is enough money? <laughs> it never comes, right? Yep. And then, you know, if I get this, then I'll be happy, right? Oh, if, if my new house comes, then I will be more at peace with myself. But the reality is life is going to be chaotic all the time. Yeah. We forget that. Yes. All the time. Yes. Life it? is going to be chaotic all the time. It's <laughs> yeah. not. Life is not going to be this, you know, nice, spacious, zen, yeah. and, you know, no. like a holiday all the time. It's so, an illusion. No. Yeah, so we have to learn to, you know, be mindful and yeah. to be able to find that peace in the chaos. Yes. And if we can find the peace in a chaos and when there's wow. real peace, yeah. right, you would, I don't know, be in Nirvana or something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think all of us are working towards that, right? All of us want some to find some peace in this chaos, and especially chaotic world in the last two years, particularly. Do you have any like go-to physical go-to things or like mental go-to things when you are feeling like overwhelmed or just burnt out from from everything? I tried meditating last year, right? And during circuit breaker, I was doing a lot of that, so I yeah. I felt good but I didn't realize this was from meditation okay then this year because so many things happened and I stopped meditating and that was when I started to realize this thing right that's been going on with yeah. me emotionally I, I seem to get not able to get so calm mm. and I get upset about things and all that I can tell you I forgot how to do it like, I was going to ask, how do you do it? I've tried and I can't shut out the thoughts in my head. You know, I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, so I felt like I was much better at it okay. like before. But yeah. then the thing is, it's not about, it's not comparing to anyone. Everybody's yeah. experience is different. So yeah. what I did was, uh, I give myself about 15 minutes when I wake up to sort of meditate like in that sense. Okay. And I close my eyes and I start with my breath. Mm -hmm. So I start focusing on my breath. And then after that, I go into a, a sort of like visualization of, of a sensation. Okay. So of a sensation that I want, like a warmth, like I'm being hugged by, you know, it could be sunlight. It mm. could be like, you know, hot, you like now. warm spring water. Warm spring water. You know, water. like going from the top of your head down. And then you feel oh, like wow. every part, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like washing over your eyelids, your nose, your ears. And then, you know, you kind of try to visualize that. And of course, as you're visualizing, mm. oh, damn, I got this thing that I need to do. Huh? Yes. Right. And then. It, it happens and then the first thing I got to do oh yeah I forgot that I actually did, 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 and then did, 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 and yes and I'm supposed to be bathing in this beautiful spring yeah, water right water but then you're thinking about oh, this is thing that I need to do and or you hear like some sound outside yes. and then you're like okay, okay are the children fighting and this and that like do I need to go while you're supposed to be bathing in this spring water but then what I've learned is I've also learned to be kind to myself Okay. Right? It's okay. Yeah. Come on, our mind. So our mind is going there. Our mind is going there. Okay. And then I realize that I'm doing that. Yeah. And I say, okay, okay, come back to the shower. You know, right. like you just sort of like bring yourself Stand. gently back, okay. come back to the shower. Where was I again? Oh, I was, you know, the shower was in my ears. And then you continue, you know, I that's see how I do it. Okay. And then once I'm done with that, I sort of wake up in that way. And then when I open my eyes, and I don't know whether it works honestly, but then I realized that like, I am starting my day much calmer. Yes, for sure. And yeah. there will be problems, right? Like my kids are going to do this, my helpers are going to be that, and then, and then the contractors are going to tell you aircon, you know, <laughs> pipe is too high and you have to hack the wall again and you're oh like, God, no! But you know, back then I would like burst, you know, I'll be like yeah. in tears. But then yeah. 
I feel like, eh, okay. You still have problems, you still feel frustrated, but I think you'll be in a better place to deal with it. So Joanne, you know, chaos is something that we're all familiar with. I mean, we all go through it in our lives. Uh, And you mentioned about being kind to yourself. What does being kind to yourself look like to you in your life? I think there are a few things. First of all, I think don't compare. I think comparison is what a lot of us do that is not kind, not being kind to ourselves. Yeah. We compare even our sadness, you know, and I've just actually, I just met a friend recently who shared, well, actually she just broke up, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just a breakup. Like it's no no big deal. Like there are people who are going through worse things in the world. And I said that this is the problem. You're not being kind to yourself. Like you're comparing even, you know, this this hardship that you're going through with somebody else's hardship. But that's not fair. You yeah, know, you're not being fair to yourself. Like, you know, we sometimes rationalize this. Like, like what am I complaining about? Come on, you know, my kids are with me. I have a place to live. Like, why am I, you know, complaining about this situation? And there will be people, especially with social media and, yeah. and especially with what we do when we put everything out in the public, that there will be people who will comment things like that. You yeah. Know? So I think the first step to being kind to yourself is not to compare. Okay. Not to compare your whatever you're going through. It's it's real to you. Yes. It's big to you. You know, somebody who is like, they ordered a Birkin bag and it didn't arrive in the color that they want to and they're really upset about it. It doesn't make that trivial just because it's a Birkin yep. bag or, you know, we, we should not trivialize anybody's pain. Yeah. And you shouldn't trivialize your own pain too. Like if you're going through a hard time, allow yourself to feel that. And allow yourself to, I don't know if indulge is the right word, but more like express your feelings. Like mm. if you want to cry, you know, just cry. And, and and you don't have to always hold it together. Like for me as well, there was one day I tell you, this is really funny. My Barbie doll, the head was broken. Oh dear. It was a Rapunzel doll. And I just bawled, you know. And when it was in my daughter's room and then they came into me and I just bawled and I was like, I'm not talking about it now. It makes me want to cry. Also, I don't know why, but I was, I was just like so upset. And I, and then I when I asked who who did it, no nobody could tell me. And I believe that it might have been an accident, and nobody mm. knew how it happened. Yeah. But then my children were like, "That's the first time they see like mummy's crying over like a broken doll head, right?" Yeah. And I was just crying because I think it was a lot of other things. Of course, yeah. That that built up, and I just yeah. cried and I bawled, and they were like a bit worried mm. and I said it's okay right and I want them to know it's okay for mommy to cry just like it's okay for you to cry Yeah, and I needed that and I feel that being honest about how I feel and allowing the emotions to show is being kind to myself so I think that's one thing like, don't compare and just allow yourselves to feel whatever you're feeling yeah, yeah. that I think is something we all strive to do <laughs> because you often want to trivialize what you're feeling like Oh, I'm feeling like this, but oh man, there's all these people yeah. going through worse things. Yeah, and, you know? but it does, actually it doesn't make your situation better. <laughs> it doesn't, right? Yeah, it, yeah, doesn't. It, it doesn't. You're kind of pushing it down a little bit more, yeah. and like okay, like get over it. Just like, get why, over why it. Why are you doing this to yourself, yeah. right? Like, why don't you allow yourself? Yes, I'm. I'm upset. I'm upset that my Barbie doll's head is broken. You know, I, I'm upset. It, to someone, it's like it's just a doll, girl. Like, mm-hmm. why are you so upset? But to me, it's like, yeah, but. You know, she's she's Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, it's precious to you. It's precious to me. Like, yes. her hair is so long and beautiful and she's a vintage doll and I can't get it anymore. And, I, and I'm just heartbroken that her head is broken from her neck and like, I don't know if I can repair it, but I'm just upset over it, yeah. right? And 
And in the same way, like how we allow our children to be upset, mm. you know, when they're upset that somebody take their toy away and they're upset. You know, they display this emotion that's so direct. Yeah. And, you know, they kick, they scream, they whatever. And they're so like, they're just really expressing themselves and how they feel at that moment in time. Yeah. They're totally honest with how they feel. You know, They yeah. don't hide how they feel. Isn't that amazing? Yes. And then, and then once they explode in that sense, and you comfort them and all that, and then you're okay. Yeah. Right? But it's when you kind of like, no la, no la, it's not the big deal, this, that, 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 this and that. Actually, it comes up again. <laughs> yes. Right? It rears its head twice stronger. Yeah, you so know? I think with us as well, like whatever pain we are feeling, that we have to allow it to show and to come out and then we address it yeah. so that it doesn't, you know, take another form and come back like yes. and bite you again. Yeah. Some really, really... Great notes there, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm learning so much sitting here on the side. Um, so we're talking a little bit about your house reno. Uh, it's taken a bit longer than a year or... Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a, I, I know, a painful point for you because obviously this was supposed to be done and sorted. You should, you're supposed to be in there already. Like Last Christmas. Last Christmas and, you know, <laughs> we're, we're here now. And you know, a house, I guess, is not just like uh, a physical house it's also your sanctuary mm -hmm. so that must have kicked you off balance mm -hmm. quite a bit especially with your family and the kids how have you balanced all that um, with the family and, and your life how's that been? I'm trying to treat it with a bit of humour now okay I think my husband is feeling it a lot more I think as like the man of the house like he wants to be able to provide and yeah. to give us that comfortable environment to be in so he's going through um, also a difficult time right trying to make things happen and and I told him the other day as well I said you know I I miss your humor a little bit like he used to like treat a lot of things with that a bit more lighthearted, and I'm the one who's like super gunchong right so then right. I felt like I think maybe I have to step up to that now right uh, in a sense like you know humor is a is a good way actually to yeah. to ease off a lot of tension and I, I think we've done a lot of finding reasons to justify people's mistakes and the delay. And we've also, you know, tried to think positive, which is such a dangerous oh, word, you know, yeah. think positive, you know, that. And then when people will tell you things like, oh, just think on the bright side. When you move in, it'll all be worth it. It'll all be great. Like, thank you very much. Yes. But at this point in time, no, it's like really yeah. crap, right? And then I'm like dealing with all this nonsense and I have no definitive date of when I'm going to move in and everybody's asking me when and I don't have an answer and I'm like living in limbo because nothing is ever sorted. I'm still like living out of a suitcase. Things are still in boxes and now I've forgotten where I've put the boxes and oh where my things are. Like, oh don't God. tell me anything positive and all that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the last thing you want to hear, right? right? So it's like this thing positive is like, <laughs> I think it's so toxic sometimes. Yes. Like when you tell someone, oh, think positive. Oh, like, no. Toxic positivity. That's what it is. Like, like, okay, just take this off me. Like, I don't need this whole thing positive right now. I just like, maybe sometimes I just need someone to like, complain to right yeah yeah and tell you yeah man i feel your pain and like you know this is really terrible and all yeah. that and so so what can you do now you know things like that i think is more useful than telling you something like <laughs> think positive <laughs> damn it <laughs> you want somebody to sit in the trenches with you and go yeah this sucks yeah this sucks joanne i hope you get out of it fast but this sucks right or, now or just like let me take you out for dinner or yeah. like let me take you somewhere fun, you know. Yeah. Let me like, you know, this is this I mean that's you know, just that's more helpful, I feel, than like yeah, like think positive. So anyway, yeah. what's been going on? I've also been trying to like be a little bit lighthearted about things, not with regards to whatever is happening here, but in terms of the relationships at yes. home. You know, sometimes when 
you know how when we are upset about one thing and then we come home to our partners and then sometimes it just comes out in the wrong way. It's yeah. not like what they've done. It's not even <laughs> yeah. about the thing that you are upset about. It's yeah. like all these nonsense that you are taking from outside and then you come back and then you're just like, yes, you know? And this is something that I became very mindful of and I realized as well that this is happening at home, right? We are yeah. taking a lot of that crap we are receiving on the Renault end and then it's affecting the relationships at yeah. home. And it's affecting how we speak to one another and how we are with one another and I think that's not going to work. So then I tried to be a bit more lighthearted, like, you know, I would joke a little bit more and then sometimes when, let's say, I like he talks to me in a way that maybe I don't really like it, then... I mean, of course, I would react sometimes, but then sometimes I'll go like, you know, maybe I should just like be a bit more chill about it. Okay. And then I'll be like, you realize that. Okay. You know? So you kind of make it yeah. a bit lighthearted. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of how, like what I've been trying yeah. uh, to, to sort of just get over this period of time. Yeah. I think you got this. I think that sometimes humor is the only way to get through something like this, you know, especially if it's been a, quite a while. I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> and I think peeling off all the layers as well. Like I look at my daughter the other day and I, I, I thought that was a very important lesson for me and just reflection. I, I do, I think reflection is something that a lot of us can have a little bit more of. Sort of being honest about how you're feeling and understanding where this emotion is coming from. Like if I'm angry, I'm feeling so angry now or I have this, maybe you don't even know it's anger. You, you just feel something is not right. And then being able to identify the fact that that's anger or that's jealousy or that's whatever it is. Yeah. It's already half the battle won. It's when you don't acknowledge this negative feeling that you have. Yeah. That that's when you, you can't find a solution for it. And yeah. I realise every time when you when you have a negative emotion and you look at it in the eye and you say, yes, I'm feeling jealous, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling disappointed, it actually makes it smaller mm. instead of making it bigger. Right. So there was one day my daughter was upset about what my son did to her and then she was just <laughs> this and that. And then I said, so what, what, can, what can Titi do to make you feel better? Mm. Say sorry. And I'm like, okay. And then, so Titi said, sorry, Cheche, you know. And then she's like, I said, is that okay? Good enough for you? She's like, next time, don't do it again. Then I asked him to say it. So my son also said like, okay, next time I won't do it, right? Yeah. And in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, of course he's going to do it again. And of course, <laughs> you know, he's going to do it again because he's done it before and he's doing it again. But then, She's okay after that. Ah, right? okay. And in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, why can't we be more like that? Because we don't, right? Mm. Like, you're always late, you're always late. And then I'm like, okay, it's okay. I like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, always late. I'm sorry, sorry. Okay. And then in the back of my mind, you're like, you're going to be late again and you're still pissed off. Yeah. And then the next time when the person's like, you're pissed off. And then you just like hold on to this pissed off feeling yeah. for a long time and then you don't let it go. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, hey, is there something we can learn from the children? Mm. Like, why is it that she doesn't hold on to that grudge even though knowing that like in my adult mind I'm, I'm already going like he's going to do it again right <laughs> yeah. but that's not in her mind and yeah. that's why she could let it go and even though she knows he's probably going to do it again see I don't actually I don't know if she knows now that we th we, we, we are talking about yeah. it I don't know if she knows right yeah. but the fact that like my adult brain is saying he's yes. going to do it again maybe that didn't exist in her mind and that's why she could let it go and she's okay she's like laughing and playing with Titi again right, until right. the next thing happens and then she's upset and then he apologises and then he, she's okay and oh. then she's like and she just let it go and then I'm thinking what has happened to us from that point to yeah. now that 
has made us, you know, hold on to so many grudges. Like, like how come sometimes I, I'm like angry with my husband for a long time? Like, yeah. even though he's already said sorry, but I'm still angry. But wh- why do I hold on to this feeling? Mm. Like, why is it that my daughter can just let it go with her brother over things that has happened again and again? And then we sometimes just can't let it go, yeah. right? And I realized that maybe we have to start peeling off our own layers, mm. right? Not to become a child again, because we will never become a child again. Yeah. But to return to that state of just taking things as it is, right? Mm. Like, if this person is sorry now, okay, accept it as for what it is now, instead of like, oh, this person is going to do it again. Yeah. And like, start to add a lot of other things to it that yeah. doesn't help the situation, correct, in fact, right? Correct. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, when couples quarrel, right? Mm. You should just talk about the problem at hand mm. instead of bringing up like the 5,000 things from before <laughs> and then you add to it and like you know you can't you, you should not bring up the 5,000 things from before you got to fight about what's happening now and solve that yeah. but that's kind of like a similar thing but you're right what has happened to us Joanne? <laughs> yeah what has happened to I mean it's probably the fact that we've been hurt before yeah, and then we develop some sort of like a protective self mechanism to, yeah. to, to guard against that right like yeah. you're going to do it again I don't want to be hurt again so therefore I'm not going to forgive you or I'm not going to talk to you or I'm not going to like, you know, yeah. I'm just going to say goodbye, right? Like draw a line, right? Yeah. Because I don't want to be hurt. I think it's that, that fear of being hurt, that fear of being disappointed that has caused us to raise our guard up and to hold on to a lot of feelings that is actually not good for us mm. and not good for the other person. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm assuming that, you know, you won't be able to have like a nice Christmas tree and all that in the new house. <laughs> so we thought we would have some fun here. Um, and we have, we, we've got a little Christmas tree. There's one beside you as well. Oh! <laughs> I should get this for my kids though, actually. Yeah? You should! It's small. Um, it's just going to add to the clutter in the house right now. <laughs> now I'm thinking twice. Like, should I like introduce something else? Yeah. So oh, this cute. is um, a little gratefulness tree. So we have some other things here like... Um, some little hey, decoration. Yeah, some little tags. Okay. And strings. So you can write down like the stuff that you're grateful for in your life. You know, sometimes we forget about being grateful for the things that we have in our lives and all that. Um, so you can write it down to your little grateful tree. And then we've got string you can put on, pearls to like decorate it. You can bring this home, talk to your kids you about it. You know, I learned it, something about this gratitude thing, right? Like yeah. you cannot keep gratitude to yourself. I think what would feel good is when you actually throw it out there. Like if okay. I tell you, Jean, I'm very grateful to you because you got me here on the show. You got me out of the house. I have someone to talk to. Mm. And I'm able to share all these things with yeah. a, like another human being who <laughs> understands me. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So gratitude, I, I realize is something that it's also a little bit overhyped. Like we talk about, we've got to be grateful for the things that you have. And then you start to think about, oh, I, I, I've got a house to live in. What am I complaining about? <laughs> Again, that trivializing <laughs> yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, my kids are healthy. But being grateful is also about throwing this gratitude to someone yeah. or something specific. Yeah. And then I think that is where this whole gratitude thing would make you feel better. You're right. Yeah, especially if you're grateful for a particular person, for what they've done for you. When mm. you express that, I yeah. think both sides really benefit from that, isn't it? You're right. Yeah. So wow. I randomly, one night I texted someone and I said, hey, how are you doing, Amami? I'm just wondering about you and and the fact that the year is coming to an end and I know his job is 
pretty much there's no leave, la, no such thing as leave, okay. right? And he can't take leave. And I said, so what's the year like for you? And all that. And that was like at 1am at night, just before I slept, I just thought of this person and I wanted to just let this person know that I'm thinking of you and yeah. I care about you. And of course, the response was like, you're very weird, Joanne. <laughs> like, what? You're texting me like at 1am at night. Like, I would have loved that text. I would have gone like, oh, she thought about me. That's nice. So, so, so I think sometimes when, when we do it, like sometimes we do it and you may not get the response that you want. Yeah. Right? You go yeah. and tell someone, oh, thank you very much for this. And then that person, okay. Or like yeah, smiley yeah, yeah. face. And just, you may not get it, but I think it doesn't matter, right? It yeah. doesn't matter what response you get. I mean, already when you put it out there that you feel good even writing that text yeah in the process of writing it you feel good so we've uh, taken some time out to do our little trees mm-hmm. um, mine's a bit of a wishing tree for 2022 what about yours mine's a gratitude wow you've written really nicely small <laughs> little notes <laughs> on these texts it's amazing <laughs> okay <laughs> So okay. who's it for, though? There, so there are four. Actually, it's for four people. And one of them is you, Jean. Aww. So it's, this, it's the thing that I said just now, like, thanks for being the listening ear and for giving me a chance to share the truth that sometimes I'm not always okay. Well, thank you for being here. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I'm glad it was a space that you could share. Yeah. You're right. In these times, especially, it's really hard to come face to face. And then when you do meet people, sometimes you don't really talk about the stuff on your mind. Right. And this is like the exact setting where you can and are encouraged to share. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thankful that you've shared and um, hope it made you feel better. Yeah, you know? I, I, it always does. Like yeah. when I do meet people, especially friends, close friends that you can trust. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, I'm always very open to sharing what is really going on in yeah. our lives. Like I'm not afraid to hide the fact that sometimes things are not okay. Sometimes I fight with my husband and then we talk about it. And it, you realize sometimes it opens up an opportunity for everyone to sort of share. And then once you sort of openly talk about it, it's not so bad. Yeah. You know, it's like when you kind of like hide it, hide it all the time, then it yeah. becomes like a bigger and bigger problem. Yes, you're so right. So that's kind of um, how I've been in the last uh, few months. Actually, just really being honest with how you feel and sharing it with people, of course, the right people. Yeah. And yeah. then when you do that, it, it's actually quite healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you... People might be afraid to do that, but actually, when you actually do it, it feels so much better, and it's not that hard to do. I mean, you can yeah, do it. Yeah, we sometimes want to always put on a front, like yeah. to show you, like I'm cool, I'm okay, I'm very like I've got everything under my control and all that. But, but I'm not. I'm not always like that. You know, I get affected too. Like some yeah. people look at me, they think, "Oh, you're really strong," and this is it. No, but you don't see me crying when I'm like. There are some days I just want to be in bed. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. And like when I see some negative comments on my social media, I get affected too. You yeah. know and. And as much as I don't want to give attention to the negativity, it doesn't mean that I'm like superhuman yeah. and I don't get upset, right? Like yeah. nobody likes that, that kind of energy. So so yeah, I mean, I'm not always okay. And um, I think that it is also okay for all of us to not always be okay. Yes, we have to normalize that. And don't believe everything you see on social media. Oh my God, yeah. it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then the other one is... um. I think to my husband, uh, thank you for wanting to be the pillar of strength for our family. Uh, he's wanted to take on a lot and I think it's yeah. not easy for him. And then to my daughter, I thank you for showing me how to let go of emotions that are negative. Mm. And then to my son, is thank you for making me laugh through all that, with all that cheekiness of yours, because we've forgotten how to do that in the chaos of things. Oh, that's lovely. So yeah. The- Bring that home <laughs> yeah. and share with the kids. So there's the family and then this is like... How- 
how this come about is because of you. So I feel like I need to dedicate oh, a tag to you. Thank you so much. I love that. Thank you yeah. so much. Please take that back. Today you provided so many gems, Joanne. <laughs> so thank you thank so you. much for being here thank today. Thank you, Jean. Oh my God. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Are You Okay? We hope that you've enjoyed it. If you like what you listen to and want to hear more, you can subscribe or follow us on MeListen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Otherwise, if you're more of a visual person and you like putting a face to a voice, you can watch the video edition of this on MediaCorp Entertainment YouTube and MeWatch as well. Links will be in the episode description. Once again, it's Jean Danker for the Are You Okay? podcast. Till the next one! It's the Takashi Maya Card Day from Thursday, 16th May to Sunday, 19th May. For just four days, Takashi Maya Card holders can enjoy an additional 10% off and up to 6% voucher rebates on a huge variety of brands and products during this mid year sale. Join our loyalty program and start enjoying these exclusive privileges. Get ready for the mid year sale at Takashi Maya and shop away. Terms and conditions apply. Brought to you by Takashi Maya Department Store.